listening to The Gender Rebels, a question and answer podcast that explores life outside of the gender binary. I'm Kathleen, a cisgender woman and ally living in Brooklyn. And I'm Faith, a transgender woman who also lives in Brooklyn. We'll be exploring topics like hormones, surgery, coming out, pronouns, LGBT stuff, and Q stuff, boys, girls, and everything in between. And if you disagree with us, factually, morally, or scientifically, then you're probably wrong. What do we do in Faith? We are gender rebelling. Let's gender rebel. Hey, Let's Faith, do it. Okay. I got a question. All right, go ahead. The other day I was bored, and so I did the thing that you can do on Reddit where you hit random. Mm-hmm. And it takes you to a random subreddit. Lots of sports teams have their own subreddits, I've discovered. Yeah, every city, every video game, every sports team, they have a subreddit. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned a lot of interesting things. The most interesting thing I learned is that... Women and gays run everything in this world, and straight white men are the most oppressed of all. Really? Yeah. Were you on Red Pill? I was on Red Pill. Okay. So my question for you is... It's better than Space Dates, so yeah. Oh, my lord. Those will not come up on random, I believe. Oh, really? Okay, good. Okay, good. The invisible servers. Yeah. (laughs) Now we have to provide links to those subreddits. I'm not providing links to the subreddits. (laughs) People can find them on their own. So my question is, you've lived your whole life as a straight white male, and now you're choosing to become a gay trans female. Is that because you want the power that all the gays and the females and the trans people have? Is it because straight white men are the ultimate victims? Yes. Yes, that's entirely it. Um, it seems like a lot of trouble to go through. It does. It really does. <laughs> but... Here I thought I was becoming a woman so that Kate McKinnon would go out with me. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just one bonus, but... Just one of the bonus. Two, secondly, yeah, it's pretty much that men are so oppressed in our society. White, white cis males, Christian, white cis wealthy men Mm -hmm. are so oppressed and... Yeah, I thought, you know what? I want to be on the 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 Victor's team. Right, the gravy I, train. The gravy train, and that is, you know, I just need to be in a wheelchair, and then from there I can just get even more fun things. That's amazing. So you're really shooting for the stars. I'm really shooting for the stars. You're going to be don't a disabled w- gay trans woman. Yeah, why not? Faith, wow. Actually, it's funny. It's really funny because, in, okay, now I'm serious. Yeah, of course. This is something, no, that every time I'm, I'm like, okay, I try to block certain things out of my head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of subreddits, mm-hmm. I don't subscribe to our transgender. Oh, okay. I subscribe to RMTF, our trans positive, our trans passing, a few other ones. All I, these links are below because they're not horrifying. They're not horrifying. Like the other ones Faith mentioned. <laughs> Picks of dead trans kids. Okay. <laughs> Space trans dicks. There are some horrifying. Actually, there's just some porny subreddits for trans people. Those are the worst trans subreddits. But anyway, point being, I just I unsubscribe from our transgender because it is so negative. Because there's certain things that, as I ready myself for full time, November twenty first, I start to go. Wait, crap! What the hell am I doing? Am I? I am giving rid of a lot of privilege and i'm 
I'm officially at work stepping into a protected class, mm-hmm. <laughs> which mm-hmm. which the men's rightsers would be like, see, they get special privileges. Special privileges. And, and actually, no, we're a protected class so that we can actually have protection <laughs> like, because we can continue to do the job that we've established yeah. we're actually pretty good at so it's already. it's not even it's not when you play the game on easy it's sometimes hard to understand why someone would want to use a cheat code here or there so that's a video game metaphor and very clear and apt to video game people. Yeah. But maybe provide a little translation for well, video game people. And just again to reiterate, she said, when you play the game on easy, it's hard to understand why someone might want to use a cheat code. That's what I mean by protected class. I remember when the Black Lives Matters movement really started. I remember that you and I had a conversation and I was saying I didn't really like the concept of privilege because I felt that on the left, it was becoming a privilege off. Like who had the most privilege and who didn't have this? And does this person have more privilege than this person? And I didn't really like that. Because it was a blame game? Not a blame game, but it was... to be more upset than you? Yeah. Okay. And, And I didn't really like that. And then you were saying no... Privilege is about who is playing the game on the easy level. Mm-hmm. And you you brought up the video game metaphor. So really what it is is white cis males, wealthy white cis Christian males are playing in America today the game of life on the easy level. And people who are, say, women or minorities or handicapped or trans people need a cheat code here or there mm-hmm. to help them because they're actually playing on to use a civilization metaphor deity the hardest level and, and i hate to even use the term cheat code although i do understand what that is it's the it's the spell it's, of protection it's an extra sometimes you do need that extra bonus to get you but it's not about cheating it's about leveling the play yeah i don't like the word cheat but that's what they're called i understand it's about leveling the playing field just a tiny extra bit and if you're playing on the easy setting and you've only ever played on the easy setting, maybe you can look at that and go, well, that's not fair. And, but you're not really looking at the whole picture. Exactly. So Yeah, you'd do a lot better if you had the cheat code yourself. But the fact of the matter is your entire life is the cheat code because you're playing on the easy level. And women, minorities, gays, the disabled are playing at the advanced level, whether they like it or not, whether they're good at it or not, they're forced to do that. And that's that. that's one thing that scares me about being transgender full time. That's is, it. You're is switching to many, like, many levels harder. And I shouldn't say transgender full time, but I should say being uh, female. presenting female full time. Mm-hmm. I am transgender. I've been transgender my whole life, but um, presenting female 100% of the time is turning the difficulty up a few notches. Mm-hmm. I'm playing on Chieftain. I'm about to jump up to Deity. And that can be scary. I haven't played Civilization VI yet. I'm, I'm waiting for the bugs to get fixed. I so, hope some of you are Civ fans. Cause there's really Civ fans good. out there. There's no. so many transgender Civ fans. Oh my god, you Listening wouldn't believe. Listening to our podcast? Probably. Okay, I just want to be sure there's I'm at just least saying. two people out there getting everything out of this I podcast. I think they will. Because I'm doing the podcast with you, and I don't get all your Civ jokes. Hey, 
Hey listeners, I, this is this is Kath here fine, for a easy, special easy hard whatever for a special I don't play Civ corner. Hey, I don't get it either, and I'm with you on this. Let's get through this together. Okay, Metaphors. even people who have never played Civ will understand that chieftain is probably not as difficult as deity. Hey everyone, this is Kath here in your special <laughs> I don't play Civ corner. Apparently chieftain is lower than deity and i guess if we think about that it makes sense but those aren't terms we generally throw around as if they're a category everyone would understand i'm with you i love you let's get through this together anyway my whole point is the men's rights movement is as toxic as that stupid pollution game dynamic in civilization (laughs) three okay that one was intentional Hey, everyone. Maybe we'll spend the rest of this podcast over here in the I don't play Civ corner. Just you and me. And why don't you go get me a beer or something? Okay, I'll do that. Let's talk about anything other than Civ. Okay. Did we answer your question? I guess just I'm wondering if there's anything else you can say or anticipate or or are preparing for in terms of your existence from now on that's just going to be on the hard level your existence it's it's not just that you'll be a trans woman but you'll be a lesbian you and i are I, in for a world i think of, we're in for a world of 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 interestingness and like i've presented as a woman a lot in public obviously not every day i've had the privilege of being able to step back into my cisgender not or presentation, whatever mm-hmm. you would call it. Mm-hmm. And I've had that privilege and we'll see how it goes. That's actually one of the things that scares me is actually my own laziness. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, I got to do makeup every day. I got to do my hair every day. Um, so yeah, that is a, a big part of it. And that is something women are expected to do. I mean, it's the... Why don't you ever wear makeup? What are you, a dyke? Why are you wearing too much makeup? What are you, a whore? Yeah, and so, yeah, there's, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm terrified, I'm terrifiedly giddy. <laughs> That's all I can say. I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm going to be, I'm terrified. I am. I'm abs- I'm abjectly terrified. And then I keep having to think back in these moments and going, wait a second. Because I actually, I will, uh, this doesn't even get to your question, but I will actually sit there and doubt because I'm terrified. I'm like, well, maybe I'm not transgender after all. And then I'm like, oh, wait, cis people don't do things like get excited about their name change or (laughs) sit there and plan out how to do the perfect DMV shot for your, for your new girl driver's license you're gonna get and you know or plan and plan and plan your outfit for your first day at work yeah and i'm like cis people don't do that cis people don't do that and it's it's i'm terrified and it's hard and it's gonna be difficult and i don't know i'll do my best i'll do i'll do my best i got a cool partner here so your best is all we can expect of you yeah (laughs) Well, this brings us to a related question that was sent in by a listener, by our listener, Terror Lake Tila Wild, at Tila Wild on Twitter, if you want to follow her. This is what she says. 
when you posted all of your blog posts about coming out at work and making that plan for work. She said that episode, quote, got me thinking of what a huge step, maybe the biggest step, this is in the coming out process. Personally, even after I accidentally outed myself to my parents, it took me just over a year to finally come out at work. It seems this is such a stumbling block for so many of us that it might be a good topic to touch on. I know so many where employment after transition is the biggest concern. So my question for you, Faith, I suppose, is why is work different than parents, lovers, friends? Why is that extra daunting, extra scary? A couple reasons. I think... I think a couple reasons immediately jump to mind. Number one, work is your sustenance. Mm -hmm. And maybe not for everyone, but if you come out to your girlfriend as transgender or your boyfriend as transgender or whatever, and they break up with you, that's going to suck. But we've all been through breakups and you go to work the next day and you get a paycheck. Mm -hmm. There's something very scary about the potential of losing your your sustenance, your place of employment. Mm-hmm. I know I've been laid off once and it opened up this whole scary like it's rough. thing of like, well, crap, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. I've, I've really, you know, um, so that's, I think, a huge part of it. Coming out to your parents, they reject you. You work on building the relationship up again, maybe. But getting you still have fired. a paycheck and you still have a yeah. place in the world and you still are contributing getting, to society. Getting fired from, from work for being trans, getting fired from work for being trans, that's kind of like, well, crap, my bottom drops out. I mm-hmm. won't be able to afford my rent. I won't be able to... It's not like I'm going to choose to not be trans all of a sudden. So yeah. all of a sudden it seems I'm unemployable. And I think we've all heard horror stories, at least I've heard horror stories from friends and people I know and people I've talked to of like... They come out at work and they might get shuffled off to some new promotion Uh off to the, you know, far end of the floor where they don't have any responsibilities and they just wait or they get or their work situation suddenly starts sucking and turning awful Mm -hmm. because they're trying to like get them to quit or they get demoted in responsibility and there's not even like. An explanation. It's mm-hmm. just, well, yeah, you know what? But we can't trust you to do this important job anymore. So we're going to give you this lower paying job. So that's a big fear. Mm-hmm. I think also in America, and I don't agree with this, but this is just the way society works in America. One, our jobs are part of our identity. Yes. Is, yes absolutely. And two, our, our jobs so are somewhere where we spend a lot of our waking hours. Yes. So it's, it's a huge part for me. I think coming out full time means coming out of work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can, you know, I'm still in boy. I mean, you and I can debate what is or isn't girl mode. Cause I'm still not quite a hundred percent sure. Mm-hmm. Cause to me, girl mode is like makeup, hair, hair, shoes, dress, mm-hmm. shoes. And, and like, you know, I'm sitting here right now in my little pajama pants and a t-shirt and like a girl would wear that. But mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, I don't feel like I'm in girl mode right now, but, mm-hmm. but I am because who I am. Mm-hmm. But to me, you know, it's like, there's still that disconnect. Sure. Not everyone has that, but, but I have that. And I think some other people do too. It's also, 
work depends so much on having your colleagues respect you. Yeah. And this is a situation like school was kind of like this, mm-hmm. but no one had to respect you at school. You just had to go up and you were all kind of on the same level. Mm-hmm. Work, there's so many levels. There may be people above you you have to impress. There may be people below you you have to impress. You have to maintain rapport yeah. and easy relationships. Pe- people on the same level as you, that's a whole other social dynamic. So you're in this like, complex dynamic with some people you might get along with, some people you may be best friends with, some people you may hate. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. That's just like a whole other complex dynamic so i know for me it's like i have at my work i'm about to come out and like it's kind of a terrifying process because one i want people to respect me still Mm -hmm. and maybe it's my southern upbringing southern evangelical upbringing but i'm like i don't want people to like look at me as some ridiculous man in a dress Mm -hmm. or man in a very tasteful skirt and cardigan (laughs) combo with some nice new flats I just got. Really gorgeous, um, comfy. So, and I've got cute booties. But I don't want them to see me as a guy in the cute booties. I want them to see me as a woman and respect me as a woman. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. women in the workplace and whether they get respect, that's a whole other question. Playing on the hard level. So, it's it's it, it's just such a more difficult dynamic. And it's in such a key part of your life mm-hmm. that screwing it up can really hurt you Mm -hmm. and i think there are trans individuals who are like you know underemployed unemployed Mm -hmm. employed in things that i don't want to demean the sex trades but that in in a sex trade that they don't want to be in Mm -hmm. or that's the only way they can make a living sex work is great mm -hmm. if you go into it without coercion fully and freely and feeling empowered yeah if it's the only thing you feel able to do that's not okay exactly or you or if if, you know if it's an unpleasant thing for you so the point is um we just don't want to degrade sex work of course not but the point is it's it's a huge part of your life and it's a part of your life that is required for comfort Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and it's tricky work is tricky enough on its own oh my god finding a job on on its own is Mm -hmm. is difficult making sure you're doing a good job at your job and getting along with everyone and Mm -hmm. avoiding all the interpersonal stuff is tricky enough but like doing all of that while trans especially when you've got to come out trans yeah um like i like my job currently and anytime i like something i'm like well i like this i don't want this to change Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna change it Mm -hmm. and it's like a situation where people have known me one way they're gonna meet me another Mm -hmm. and that takes some adjustment it takes getting used to and it's just you open yourself up a lot you really bare your soul whether you want to or not when i when that email goes out or however they're going to do it, we've got to discuss that with HR. But I recommended a floor-wide email, but, or a company-wide email. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is like, when that happens, how many people are going to be thinking about my junk? All of them. All of them. And that's not something you really want to bring up. I guess the only other time that may happen is pregnancy. But then they're like, junk, ah, baby. And yeah, there's something else to think exactly. about. Exactly. Here it's just when people announce junk. that they got pregnant, no one's ever like, "So, 
have an unprotected sex. All kinds of unprotected sex. Lots of semen up in you. <laughs> but, you know, uh, you, you you say you're transgender and they're going to be like, why are you going to cut your dick off? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, they don't cut it off. They just rearrange the pieces differently. And I may or may not do that. And in fact, the majority they're of trans people don't decide to get bottom yeah. surgery, which is another way to say it without saying genitals. 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 So, yeah, it's tricky. I think you're right about how, especially in the United States, work is such a fundamental part of everyone's identity. And I'm reminded of how I read an article on how to hold a successful intervention. Just, why not? Good to know. And they said, you want friends, you want family members, but if you can get the person's boss or supervisor... That is huge. Hmm. Because someone with a problem with pills or alcohol, and if they are sat down by family and friends and people who love them and say, you have a problem, we, we want you to get help. A very strong response is, I go to work every day. I haven't heard any complaints. With the implication being, therefore, everything is fine. So th- the fact that work is so powerful... That it can allow us to delude ourselves about substance abuse or it can allow us to use it as an excuse, a way to define how functional we are, says a lot about our culture. Mm -hmm. The most dysfunctional person in the world, if they do good at their job, they're fine. Yeah. We have happy and healthy family members who may or may not have been out of work for a couple of months, a stretch of time, and you start to wonder about them. What's wrong? Why can't they find something? Yeah, it's true. Something, at least. I mean, we even have half a political culture in our, you know, who criticizes people who don't earn enough as having moral failings. Yeah, yeah. For not earning enough. Food stamps, welfare, that is considered by many, not me. Not me either. A moral failing, laziness. It's so easy to blame the victim. The fact of the matter is, to be working and to be reasonably successful or at least holding down the job is sort of the cutoff for a functional person and to voluntarily step into the life that is truly you the role that you really feel that you're comfortable with the person you actually are despite that possibly shaking the foundation of your career is tremendously brave yeah I hope I didn't scare you more by saying well, that. Well, everything scares me at this point, so... <laughs> I don't want you to be scared, Faith. It's it's life. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I'm scared, and, and I, I think most people who come out are, I think. If you go onto the subreddit Transpositive, I mm. swear 79 to 95% of the posts are like, I did this thing that required a ton of courage, and it went good. Every situation, I've, I've, I've luckily not had many negatives mm-hmm. in my transition thus far. And so part of me is like, well, the bottom's got to drop out at some point. Possibly. Probably not. So though. I don't know. It's 2016. And it's that, 2016. That was part of the reason I was like, yeah, I can come out. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, what I'm lucky that I'm in a situation that I, do work for an organization that is very, very protective mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and of that. And that's like a goal. And 
you know, we'll see. But I think, I think the reason work is a huge thing is I think we touched on all that. It's sort of in a sense who you are. You meet someone at a party and you don't say, oh, what, what do you, books have you read? What lately? books have you read? Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? do, you do? Mm-hmm. And um, it says a lot about class structure. It says about a lot about intellect level. We have certain assumptions about people who have certain jobs. And I hope we can move away from that, but it doesn't seem so possible too. in American culture. But in the meantime, yeah, coming out at work is going to be a huge thing. And for a lot of people, for me, and I'm sure for a lot of other people, it's kind of that final step to full time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like kind of, for me, the one impediment. I actually, you know, I thought about, I, I, I had thought very seriously about starting and looking for a new job mm-hmm. as faith and but i didn't really want to leave my job no you like your job but it, but a lot that's something a lot of people do is they say well okay you know what i'm going to come out it's easier to start a new job in my chosen gender identity and not have to explain it to anyone not have anyone ask about my junk mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not get any weird questions or weird looks or like i have to have a training session right which to me is still a little mortifying i don't want a training session but you want them to know the stuff. I want them to know the stuff, but I want them to know the stuff the way I learn stuff. You want just them to just listen to quick, the podcast? Just send a quick email and they'll be fine. <laughs> but that's how I process information. Other people don't. So, mm-hmm. yeah, coming out of work's a huge deal. And to everyone who's come out, I admire your courage. Yeah. And to everyone. Impressive. Impressive. And to everyone who's still looking to come out i understand why you're terrified because i'm there too sounds like it's hard for everyone yeah think about it like what's the perfect situation you could be the owner of the business you could be the boss and be worried about coming out maybe that'll destroy morale maybe that'll bring down the the stock price maybe the board will vote you out maybe your product won't be desirable anymore i mean it's it's scary no matter who you are but the fact of the matter is unless you do like what you said, just find a new job. And also, by the way, you happen to be so good that you can be stealth 100% of the time. It's tricky. Just, it's hard to do. It's just how it is. Yeah. Well, I know we already discussed that this isn't cool to say, but I'm impressed by you and you inspire oh, me. thank you, baby. <laughs> And I'm going to help you every step oh, of the way. Oh, thank you. You're awesome. And all so will our listeners, right, guys? All I do is try to put one foot in front of the other and ignore the the parts of my brain that are screaming for me to stop. That's the best way to that's approach called, this. That's called roughly 75% of my waking life. That's called being a grown-up. Yay. Well, thank you, Faith. This was super helpful well, and very you. informative. Thanks again for listening to The Gender Rebels. Please send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com. If you like us, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Find the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for more of The Gender Rebels, visit our website, genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a Comeback Zinc production. Copyright 2016. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye!
நல்லது